Hello, welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about confidence and sticking with your system. So this week uh, in our store and in my world of design, um, it's come to my attention a few times and it's something that will happen. It's going to happen. And and it's something that I'm going to try to help you prevent. And I'm going to give you some examples and I'm going to give you some stories. But at the end of the day, you're going to learn that it all comes down to confidence. (laughs) What am I talking about? Um, This week, um, a perfect example. We've got a designer. Her name is Christina. She does amazing work. She's so sweet and enthusiastic. And um, she didn't have a ton of design experience. She's just lived her whole life designing every house she's lived in. And um, when she interviewed for me, she said that she watches Fixer Upper and those other HGTV shows. And she says, they've got nothing on me. I thought, okay, I like that confidence. I like that spunk, you know, that, that she really believes in herself and her design ability. And I thought that was fantastic. And, um, so she's been doing great. She's been working here. Um, oh gosh, maybe six months now. And so this week she's had a couple customers or, or clients who are kind of taking the design and running with it. They're shopping on their own and they're getting really, they're just taking advantage of her. They're taking advantage of her time and her kindness and I'm, I was starting to see it little by little a few weeks ago, and it's all sort of come to a head this week. And it's, it's very common. This is something that will happen to everyone that starts their design business. And it's understandable. You know, if, if, as, a, as a homeowner, especially if you haven't started your design business, but you've liked interior design. So what if you had the opportunity to work with a designer? Maybe you didn't have enough confidence or the you know wherewithal to go out and do it yourself and to become a designer. You didn't want to become a designer, but you liked design and you get to hire a designer. It would be really hard to give up that control, right, over your house. It's, it's hard to stop looking <laughs> and um, to just give, you know, give all of the power over to someone else that's controlling your house. So I understand why they do it. Um, the ideal client, oh, I've, I've had, I've had three of these this week where they're, they've tried it before or they've worked with the designer before and they realize it's so much easier when you just give up that control and you let a professional do it. You let them take over and I mean, it turns out better. It's, it, less of a headache. You're going to save money in the long run because you didn't make mistakes. Working with a professional is always better in my opinion. And, and I usually, um, I'll relate it to say a hairstylist. You don't go get your hair done and control everything. You don't say, don't cut that piece. No, 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 no. Like, oh no, no, no. I don't want you to cut that piece. I want you to cut this piece. When you go in to get your hair done, usually you've gotten the referral from a friend that you trust. Same thing with designers. You bring them a picture, show them a picture on your phone, something you found that looks like the style you want, might not be exact because let's face it, we all don't look like Cindy Crawford, but <laughs> but we wish we could. And if I brought in that hairstyle, she would do the best she could at making me have a hairstyle like Cindy Crawford, right? Um, but, but you, at some point, you tell them what you want and you let go. 
and you have faith and you let them do their job. And that is an ideal design client. That's, that's what you want. So let's start with the, the obvious. Sometimes you just have to tell people what you expect. You have to tell them what your ideal client is. And it could be something as simple at your first house call. You know, you're in there and you're getting to know them and you're seeing if it's a good project and it's a good fit. And you can say, now listen, I know this is really hard to give up the power and, you know, I understand, but it's kind of like when you go get your hair done. You know, I want to see pictures of things you like. I want to see maybe pictures of, of things you've had in the past that you liked or styles that you got compliments on and made you feel good about yourself, all of those things. But then at some point, you're just going to have to trust me and let me pull the room together. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be on budget. We're going to get it done on time. So you got to trust me a little. Push the I believe button. I use that term a lot. Now I just use it to my husband. <laughs> but, um, you know, being that honest sometimes is a great thing right up front, especially if you know they're shoppers. So I was noticing with Christina that, and, and again, this is something that happens uh, with all designers, whether, you know, whether you've, some people have taken my course, some people have taken other courses, some people have just been doing design for a while, but we go to that first house call and we're getting to know someone and we're, we're checking out the, you know, the, the project and seeing if it's something we want to take on, seeing if it's a good fit. And it's easy just to get carried away talking and chatting and, and making a friend. And it's also really easy to forget the business side of it. That at the end of the day, you have to think of yourself as a professional. You, you, you have to. You have to think, you know, you're no different than, you know, a doctor or a lawyer, a little less schooling, but, but you're a professional that knows your craft and you're going to go in and help these people. And they might think they know what is best for the room, but at the end of the day, they wouldn't have called you. If it was that easy, if designing a space was so easy, why are they calling a designer? So what I realized was she needs to get back to basics. She needs to remember the system. She needs to remember the steps. She needs to stick to that because A, it keeps her business organized, but it stops clients from feeling and getting the impression that they can take advantage of you, that your process is willy-nilly, that you're an artist, that you essentially become a personal shopper. And that is the last thing a designer wants. There is nothing worse than coming up with a huge design. You've presented it. They love it. They sign off on it. And then they call you back and say, oh, guess what? I just found this dresser that's almost like the one you picked at Pottery Barn and I got it on sale. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. It's, it's, it's really one of the worst parts of our job. But the way I have found that you solve that, again, whether it's my system or your own system, have a system. And when you go into that first appointment... You're seeing the space and you're becoming, you know, you're friendly, you're making a friend, but you're also remembering at the end of this meeting, you know, 45 minutes in, you're going to talk business and you have your contract. And we now have an, another form that goes with our contract that steps them through our system, which is essentially, and it, and it, it gives them a heads up of things to expect. So it's, it's not going to be a surprise, right? And they, they, they can't do whatever they want because you have a system, right? You, you know, again, it's like any other profession. You go in and you, you know, you can't say, well, again, hairstylist again, cut my hair dry. I like to wash after you cut it. No, that's not how they do it. They have a system and there's a reason for that system. So with us on that extra form, it really lays out in black and white. 
And it explains to them that this first house call is really to gather information, to take measurements and pictures, to establish the parameters of the project, to establish a time frame, very important, to establish a budget, even more important, and a priority. This is spelled out. This is what we're here for. And then I explain our next appointment, which will be in three days. You're going to come back to the store and I'm going to go over this or that. I always call it my touch base appointment. And so Christina did that today and she said, oh, it worked so much better. (laughs) This was just like you taught that this or that. She said to me, this client said to me, I've been, you know, I met with her a couple days ago, didn't really have time to pull much together, but I did what you taught and just, you know, this or that, you like this style, some color palettes. And the client said, I woke up this morning and I realized I love blue. Christina said, thank God she didn't go through and pick, she had gray picked out. Everything was going to be gray. If the client hadn't, you know, hadn't told her before that she liked blue and now it was sprung on her and she'd spent hours and hours and hours, all of it would have been wasted. So this touch base is a this or that. And you get them to look you in the eye. You get to nail down, again, whether it's a color palette or it's a sofa fabric that they love or it's a you know, piece from their house or their, their grandmother they want to design around. But it's something that they know is for sure. This is set in stone. This is what we're going with. And that's what you can base the design off of. You've already had that appointment where when you do your final presentation, you're not having to guess what they want. You're not having to make it up or, you know, you seem less um, self-serving, you know, less of that that stereotype of a pompous designer who is just going to come in and take over your house. The client sees it as, great, she's listening. She wants to know what I want. You know, she really wants to design this for me and I'm going to tell her all of the things that I like and the things that I don't like gee, the system's working really great. (laughs) And then you explain on the final presentation, and we may have a couple touch bases, but the final presentation, I'm going to present your entire design. And I'm going to have every component that you've talked about, everything that you want. I'll know whether things are in stock. I'll know shipping dates. I'll have pricing. I'll, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, all the answers that you'll have for, for questions that you have, I'll have at that final presentation. You'll, pay me the deposit for the design or, you know, whatever it is that you do in your own design business, whether it's a fee or whether it's, um, maybe it's the money that they pay for the product that you're having to order or, you know, however your system is set up, but you're telling them at the first house call, I'm going to be collecting money at that presentation. Now this does a few things, all right? It seems kind of simple, um, but I really want you to, to hear me because it, just explaining the system, having the system and following it solves so many problems. So if she had done this at the beginning with this client that went and shopped, they would have understood, okay, I have a time frame. Christina's expecting to meet with me three days from now and that she's already made the appointment for the week after that for my final presentation. I don't need to go shop everywhere because she's already working really hard on it. So it's establishing your time frame. You've given it up front. There's no questions. Then you also talk about, I'm going to make sure things are in stock. I'm going to make sure that the price is right. I'm going to make sure, you know, shipping times or, you know, whatever it is, they understand, oh, there's a lot more work to be done than just picking something pretty or finding something on sale. 
you're laying it out for them so that they see you, they can't take advantage of you. You know, you, you, you can't, they can't treat you like a personal shopper because you have this system that you follow. Well, maybe if they want to shop on their own, maybe you're not the designer for them. And that's okay. Trust me, you don't want to work with a client that's going to shop you or take all the hours that you've done in a design and throw it out the window because they found something for 50 bucks cheaper online. That's not who you want to work with. They're not ready for a designer. If, if that's the kind of person that they are, then maybe you, as a designer, you can offer them, um, I call it roadmap designs, where I sit, brainstorm, come up with you know a beautiful design, and I give it to them with a picture, a rendering, and a list of the items, and that's it. I don't shop for it. I don't go get it for them. I don't order it. I don't deliver it. They're on their own. But that way they can shop all they want. They can take the ideas and, and they can run with it. You know, they can do it themselves and they'll call you again for the next <laughs> room because they'll realize how much work it is. But at that very first house call, you really just have to step up and have confidence and be strong in your business and believe in your system and lay it out. Again, whatever that system is, but walk through it. Don't leave anything mystery. Don't leave anything you know, up for interpretation. You are friendly, but you're not their best friend. You shop for items, you're not their shopper, right? You're not, your job is not to only find the cheapest things. Your job is to create a beautiful space within their budget. Again, that's why budget's important. We're going to talk about budget, right? You're telling them that right up front. So there's no hidden surprises. But at the end of the day, you have clients that are so happy because things run smoothly. It also helps you keep your your paperwork, your your schedule in order and you know so that you don't lose your sanity because especially if you're working on multiple projects, it can get really chaotic. It it's a way for you to be more professional and to keep things on track. And of course, then you're going to go off the rails a little, and we always do. But but if you can start with the basics, go back to those basics, remember your system and stick with it. Oh my gosh, it's night and day for your business. It, it'll turn everything around. So again, coach with Christina about that. <laughs> she's very excited. She's got two more house calls this week, and she's going to do exactly like she's supposed to. I mean, she keeps saying, um, oh gosh, yeah, if I had talked about you know, budget up front, this wouldn't be a problem. Oh yeah, you're right. If I had explained to them that I'm going to be checking stock and making sure that it's all here, that they wouldn't be wasting my, you know, again, I hate, I hate when people say, gosh, I should have listened to you, <laughs> but listen to me. Um, it's only because I've been doing this for so long and I've been working on so many houses and people don't surprise me anymore. Um, most people are, are pretty much the same, um, but they like, all people like a little structure. They like to know what to expect. They want to know what it's like to work with a designer, what you expect from them, what they can expect from you. And it feels better. It's going to let them trust you more because you've got it planned. You got this. They don't have to worry or try to come up with something. You've taken care of it. So I hope that helps. Stick to your plan, be confident, hold your head up, be the professional that you are, and take charge. This is your business. Best career in the world, being a designer. So enjoy it and 
take control of it and don't let people run your own business. You need to run your business, not your clients. Thank you, everyone. Please make sure that you like us on Facebook and leave me comments. I love when people leave me comments. Thank you for the comments about my sketching, my rendering. Um, ah, it is my favorite part. It's my peace of mind when I get to color for a living. It's very relaxing. And I'd love to help. I'm here to answer any questions. So thanks, everyone, and happy designing. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, and soon you will find us on YouTube where we will upload podcast videos. So stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.